Hello and welcome to another episode of VA Nutrition Coaching, the podcast with me, your host, Verona, your qualified nutrition coach, personal trainer and cognitive behavior therapist. This podcast is for you if you are that mum, wife or sister friend and now you're ready to finally lose those 5, 10 or even 15 pounds and keep them off and you want me in your corner as your coach to help you get there. We will rebuild your confidence, we'll tackle those toxic thoughts that hold you back and we'll put together your unique nutrition plan that doesn't have you on dangerously low calories, working out seven days a week of intense cardio or have you feeling like you need to completely cut out all carbs and me as your coach that's what I'm going to teach you to do. Now sit back and enjoy today's episode. So today's episode, what we're going to talk about is calorie counting. And this has become a phenomenon. Everybody has become a mathematician when it comes to your weight loss. Now, when it came to my maths, I got an E in maths. I am not interested in maths at all. It's just complicated. The only thing that I do like about maths is algebra. I do like that. Fractions, multiplications and all other complicated maths, I don't like. Now, if you're somebody who's trying to lose weight, you might have heard in the fitness space, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, trying to look for a quick fix solution and it's bite-sized information that you can glean quickly. Or you might have signed up to a number of free challenges who tell you the same thing every single challenge and actually what happens is you give up after day one because you realize you're not ready to actually put in the work that needs to be done in order for you to get the results that you want to get. But what happens is you start to think that you know better. And, and I've been there too, but you start to think, you know better, it's okay, I can do this for free. If you really could do it for free, there would not be an obesity pandemic. You wouldn't be overweight. I wouldn't have been overweight when I started. But actually, when I actually realized, no, hang on a minute, Verona, you've tried these methods several times on your own. You've had some success, which is great, but you don't want some success. You don't want to be successful some of the time. You want to be successful all of the time. Now, being successful all of the time doesn't mean you're going to lose weight every single day, every single week. That's not what I'm talking about here. Being successful all of the time means you have a healthy relationship with food. You have your confidence back. You can look in the mirror and feel confident with the reflection that looks back at you. You don't have to be afraid of bedroom activity because you know that you are, you are looking good now. You're not insecure about how you look. You don't have to be worried about bending over and having the life knocked out of you because you can't even breathe to tie over your shoes. So you have to prop your foot up to tie over your shoes and even then it's a struggle. You don't have to worry about having sleep apnea because you've reduced your high blood pressure. You've also reduced being at risk of type 2 diabetes. You don't need to have a degree in math to be able to be successful to do that for the long term. You now know that this is for the long term. You now know and you've accepted and you acknowledge that the fad diets don't work for you, but you've really decided, actually, I'm not going back to the same thing, expecting a different result. But actually what happens is I start to get disappointed when I'm going desperately trying, trying, trying to do these things, trying to do counting out of containers, counting my calories, counting my points, counting my macros. Ugh, you know you don't like it. If you don't like it, why do you do it? Why do you put yourself through it if you don't like it? So this is the episode for you. If you're somebody who has tried calorie counting and a whole group of women, new women that you've never really seen, you don't really know, you've just kind of connected with them over Instagram or even Facebook in the Facebook groups and communities, which they're great. But when you've got lots and lots of different women giving you lots and lots of different opinions and they're not even qualified themselves to give you the nutrition information that they're following, let alone give it to you, when you're getting many, many, many different opinions, they're not facts, they're opinions and they're not, not all of them is based in scientific 
research, especially if they're telling you to eat 1200 calories, especially if they're telling you to reduce to eat lower than 1200 calories, especially if they're promoting disordered eating. Whether intentionally or not, that's exactly what they do. If you are following the advice of a woman that tells you, yeah, I ate 800 calories and it worked for me, but she's not telling you that she had amenorrhea and she lost her menstrual cycle. She's not telling you that her body is exhausted and she's actually not losing any weight. She is working her body into the ground. Now, if you're following that advice and thinking that's that's the way to go, you're leading yourself down a pattern of disordered eating. And that can come in many shapes or sizes. You don't have to have suffer from bulimia or anorexia just to be diagnosed with an eating disorder. You can also have an eating disorder and be overweight. Eating disorder is no respecter of persons. So when it comes to that, I am talking about calories today. All week on this podcast, all week on my Instagram, you are going to catch everything that I have about calories. Now, do I dis? like calories no I actually teach calories in the all the trimmings when you come when you coach with me whether you're doing all the trimmings or you're doing one-to-one six months coaching with me because that's on a one-to-one we talk about what works for you we talk about what you've done in the past what you haven't liked what has worked etc then I come up with a method that will help you one that you can find sustainable now I always talk about this client but I talk about Sarah and when I first started in my coaching one of the things that I was focusing on is I'm a macros coach you know I'm gonna do macros coaching I'm gonna macros coach you people coming around me clients want to do macros actually do clients want to do macros and basically macros is flexible dieting it's not a diet in itself but it's a way of flexible eating meaning that you can still enjoy the foods that you like but you're also in that also involves maths numbers it also involves calculations and it also involves tracking your food for a purpose now there are different ways and different recommendations that I give for counting macros and also in the program I teach you how to do that because if you're trying to do something that Sally is doing Amanda Jane Sarah they're all ranting and raving about oh my goodness I feel so good once I started being in a calorie deficit once I started my calories oh my gosh the weight just flew off you're motivated by it you're encouraged by it because frankly all of the diets that you're doing have been pants they ain't working for you and you're like you know what I'm desperate to start something else but what you fail to remember is you didn't get a good grade in maths you hate maths numbers tracking things and it's becoming obsessive for you but you're constantly drawn to her outward appearance you're constantly drawn to the fact that her body before looks like your body now so you're wondering and you're saying to yourself man if she's the same age as me if she's had the same amount of children as me if she's done all of this then I can do this too actually think about you if you don't like tracking it causes you to become obsessive you obsess about food all day you think about food you think about food more than you worry about what you're going to feed your children what you're going to do in your business what you're going to do for the day how many bills you've got to pay today it is becoming an obsession but despite that you try to be a square peg in a round hole. You try to force yourself into a method that is actually something that you hate and you don't enjoy. But why are you doing it? That's why you need to ask yourself, why am I doing this? If I know it doesn't work, if I know I don't like it, why am I doing it? Ask yourself those real questions. Being real, being frank, being honest, being a realist. That's what I teach you is about how to be a realist when it comes to your nutrition, when it comes to your weight loss, when it comes to your mindset. Because we can be, you can either be a victim or you can be a realist. And a realist, as you know, if you've been here for a while if you've been listening to me for a while I like to do the definitions of words not because you don't know what it means but I like to give the definition of it now 
let's have a look at what it means. I love to go to dictionary.com. The definition of realist is a person who tends to view or represent things as they really are. And when it comes to your weight loss, when it comes to burning fat, when it comes to your nutrition, that's the way that I teach you to become. You become a realist for your own nutrition because you become to view or represent things as they really are. And sometimes that's the thing that is different when it comes to weight loss. Now, those of you who are thinking, huh, I am I'm here to learn about calories. Why are you telling me about being a realist? That's coming. Don't worry about that. Stick to it. Stick to listening. It's coming. Now, I also like to find out the synonyms. So let's have a look at the synonyms for the word realist. There aren't many synonyms for the word realist, but I've searched the word pragmatic. So you become realistic. You become commonsensical. You become unidealistic and matter of fact, logical, practical, efficient, down to earth. These are some of the things when I teach you to become a realist for your nutrition on your own nutrition, you become realistic about what you can do, what you can't do, what your body needs, what your metabolism would respond to. There's all different kind of factors when it comes to taking into account how you lose weight personally to you. And that's why I stress the word personally and I emphasize on the word personally because it is personalized. Though you can get encouraged by another woman, though you can get motivated to start, that's fantastic. But if you're looking to emulate and copy her results, this is where you need to be pragmatic. You need to be realistic. You need to be commonsensical because her bone density, her genetic makeup is going to be completely different to you. And if you've got 30 pounds to lose and she's got five, you trying to do the same things that she's doing to lose five pounds is going to disappoint you when you realize you've got 30 pounds of fat to lose. Now that is quite the hard reality and the hard truth. But sometimes we believe so much stuff, so much nonsense, we get confused. We try to do so many things and we forget about ourselves because we're so busy looking at Sally's garden on the other side because it appears to look greener. But she's not presenting her true self to you because she doesn't show you her vulnerability outside. She's got this persona that she needs to project every single time you see her. She's got to show face. That's her own insecurity and that's her own struggle. But you don't see that. You just look at the external. Wow, look at the abs. What did you do to do that? And again, she might still be battling with insecurity, body dysmorphia. She might still see herself as fat, even though she's got a six pack. But you don't see that. If you are somebody that looks at results alone and is always looking at what other people are doing, you fail to see that, hang on a minute, she might have insecurities. In fact, not the word isn't even might. She does have insecurities. She just doesn't show you what they are. But when you start to glamorize somebody else's walk as if that's the be all and end all, you fail to be a realist for your own journey and your own nutrition. And you instead become a victim. You become a victim of your own choices, your food choices, your mentality, your behaviors, your habits, your choices. So my little pep talk for the morning. Now let's talk about calories. Now, can you lose weight without calorie counting? Yes, you can. And absolutely, this is one of the reasons that I teach it in the program because not everybody likes to do calorie counting. I mean, you wake up thinking about how many calories I can eat today. You go to bed thinking about how many calories you can eat today. You go to sleep thinking about, oh my gosh, I was I ate 1,201 calories instead of 1,200 calories. I am bad. I am guilty. And then you end up binge eating because of that. Calorie counting is not supposed to be that. If it's causing you to obsess all of the time, it's not working for you. But don't get caught up in the trap that says calorie counting is the only way to lose weight. Don't get it confused with being in a calorie deficit 
is the way for your body to actually burn fat. And that means your body is consuming less energy than your body actually burns. Now, there's a whole different ways that that can do. It doesn't always mean you have to restrict yourself to 1200 calories, which, by the way, is a recommendation for four year olds. Now, I know that there aren't four year olds listening to this podcast. They wouldn't be able to comprehend and understand exactly what I'm saying. They might hear it, but they're not signing up and not subscribing to the podcast list to know when I'm having a podcast release. So now that I know that I'm talking to women who are ready to be realists, this is for you. You can lose weight without counting calories. And whatever your goal is to lose weight, whether it's you want to be around longer for your children, whether it's you want to just be healthy altogether because you've been dieting for so many years of your life since you were in your childhood because of traumatic experiences when you grew up and that just caused you to have an unhealthy healthy relationship and attachment to food whether it's just because you want to learn how to cope with stress without having to turn to food or you just want to learn how to stop grazing and picking at snacks in the night because knowing that you're eating the right amount of food in the day you haven't got space to eat anything else in the evening because you're full and you're satisfied whatever your reason is chances are you've actually probably considered counting calories now there are some diets that actually promote counting calories but what they don't tell you when they're telling you to count calories is not all calories are created equally. Now that's a whole nother episode and and in fact that's a module in the training. So if you want to know what I'm talking about in that and you can download the training and you can get signed up and join with us. When it comes to calorie counting you actually might have done calorie counting. You might actually be doing calorie counting right now and you might have even found weight loss when you've done calorie counting. And so that's fantastic. That's the aim. That's what you want to do. But do you have to pull out a calculator every single day of your life for the rest of your life when you're at restaurant? What about when you go to a wedding? Can you pull out your MyFitnessPal app or your Lose It app or your fitness tracker app? Can you pull that out at the wedding table and talk about how many calories is in this creamy, herby mashed potato that you're eating that's been served for you? You can't. So when it comes to that, when you're obsessing over that point, when you're su- you're supposed to be enjoying the wedding, whether it's your own wedding or whether it's a friend or family's wedding, when you cannot count calories in those external situations, how do you feel? Now, if you start to have thoughts of obsession, you start to get stressed about it, you start to be annoyed because you're like oh my goodness I can't think how many calories am I having how many calories am I allowed today am I allowed 500 calories more today is it going to take me out of my calorie deficit am I going to lose the progress that I've made for the last three days you start to think all of these irrational thoughts and these are very real thoughts but if you're beginning to think those every single day every single week, every single month, and they become more than thoughts, they become obsessions, calorie counting isn't working for you. And if you think that you just have to lose weight, you just have to count calories in order to lose weight, I'm going to tell you now, keep listening. When it comes to emotional pain, it doesn't go away by eating Cheetos, Ho-Hos, or a family share size bar of Cadbury's dairy milk. The only thing that does happen is the pain isn't as noticeable while you're savouring the chocolate, the Cheetos and the Krispy Kremes. But once you've eaten the last square or you've taken your last bite of the donut or taken the last Cheeto from the bag, that sting of emotional pain that you're hiding from comes right back. In fact, it didn't even leave. You just don't notice it as much as you push it to the back of your mind. That is why I've opened up the doors to my new program, All The Trimmings. Even though the tools that I give you in the program are fundamental to your weight loss, even more are the mindset tools that I provide in this program. These tools will form the building blocks to your mindset, your nutrition, and helping you maintain it long-term. 
The investment in yourself is literally a life-changing one-time investment with lifelong returns. So we'll be digging deep into live coaching calls where I'm going to teach you these building blocks that other diet courses and subscriptions just don't have. Now suppose that your goal is to lose weight and build healthier eating habits. If that's the case, you'll get this and more if you put in the work. I'm going to help you find the food that you enjoy rather than being made to feel like you have to eat foods that you deprive you of all joy but everybody else is eating foods that you like and you're having to be eating a salad. There's no detox plan here. There's no diet here. There's no bland foods here. Trust me on that one, friend. And Shan, if you know that there's somebody that wants to do this with you, bring her. Grab her. Do this. Two are better than one. All are welcome at the table. I cannot wait to see you inside, Shan. And if you've got any questions, DM me on Insta at VA Nutrition Coaching. If you don't have Instagram, then you can email me support at VA Nutrition Coaching.co.uk. Can't wait to see you inside. So when it comes to calories, when we focus on the number, say, for example, you go to a supermarket and the diet that you're following promotes counting calories. So they tell you when you're counting calories, you are they're teaching you how to read a nutrition label, which in fact, they don't tell you how to read the whole nutrition label, because if they did, you wouldn't be counting it. You would understand the effective way of counting calories. Now, when you turn it over and you say, oh, OK, this frozen meal or this branded diet meal, you know, it's a mashed potato and sausage and gravy. Then you turn it around and it says, oh, it's only 340 calories and then you've got you decide you're allowed 1500 calories per day now no matter what age you are no matter what height you are no matter what job you do they don't take that into consideration when they're just counting calories on a simple equation and remembering that not all calories are created equally so you just turn it over oh 341 I've got 1500 calories that I'm allowed it's okay I can turn this around and so you've got that mentality and you keep doing that whenever you go to the supermarket you start to look at the number as opposed to the content or the quality of the food that you are eating much like when clients respond to me to do their macros when I used to do macro counting for free they would be like oh so I could eat burgers all day and still lose weight technically if you're still in a deficit technically but if you start to do that and you realize oh why am I not losing weight check the quality of the calories that you're eating that's the difference between not all calories are created equally and so when you're just focused on counting a number you begin to see yourself as a number and then that makes you then feel out of control because all you're focused on is maths and numbers and foods and how many calories how many calories how many calories you could go to a friends or families and not see the container or the packaging for the dinner that they've made for you you could become obsessed because you're like oh can I just see the packaging of it please because I just need to track my calories they might not have a clue what you're talking about they might they might actually also be offended that you want to see the packaging do you finish the food when that happens when you're not in control when you're going to a restaurant when you're going to a friend's you can't see how that food is prepared you can't see the oils that they use did they use sunflower oil did they use olive oil was olive oil one tablespoon of olive oil is 124 calories how many are in sunflower oil okay so they use avocado how many avocados did they use did they one did they use two was it a quarter was it a has avocado was it a different type of avocado can you see how obsessive this becomes now when you start to do that now calorie counting isn't supposed to be obsessive because the minute that you cross over to obsession 
you have lost control. And you can even begin to feel out of control when you go to situations where you haven't made the meal and you are wondering how many calories this is in this food. You cannot possibly count the amount of energy that that food is in. Because even if you do get the right amount of calories, you have to also take into consideration how your body processes those foods. Because your process, your body could process gluten different than it could to mine. Your body could metabolize gluten than it does to mine. Now I'm going scientific here, but this is exactly what it is when it comes to calorie counting it is just painted as a one size fits all and all of these things even now I'm talking I'm like oh my gosh this is this is wow and there are people around me that I see oh, you know what? I can't eat that because I'm on a diet okay how many calories is in that and they become obsessive it becomes obsessive. And when it becomes that, when it's gone into the territory of obsession, that's a sign, warning signs. And you're always thinking about food. You're always looking at packets and things and how many calories is in this, how many calories is in that. Constantly, you're obsessing about it. Things need to change. Now, am I saying don't be aware of the amount of calories that you're in? If you're somebody who wants to start counting calories, these are the things that you need to be aware of. And if you start being obsessive, calorie counting has become opposite to what you've tried to do. And then you're you have now lost control you're being controlled by numbers as opposed to you controlling the food that you are eating have i tracked my calories have i tracked my macros i've absolutely tracked my macros when i have a specific goal and reason and purpose to track my macros so i've done the weighing of my food i've done the weighing of my portions and understanding the amount of proteins fats and carbs that i'm taking in for the goals that i have but that's not a lifelong thing you don't need to track your calories and forever take out your phone and have an app or have scales with you because you're not going to be able to weigh your food when you go to the restaurant it's not going to happen you need to learn to understand how do I come from using my macros as a tool to then going on to eating in a healthy balanced sustainable way as a lifestyle how do I transition from that now my background before I became a coach was working with children and young people and their families so that was about 15 years of doing so and one of the situations that I was working in at the time young people were in a secure unit so basically it is a step down from prison so this is a home that was developed for them to stay because they were deemed as unsafe to stay in the local community. They were at so much risk, whether it's from the people they lived with or from people they surrounded themselves with. The social services were so fearful that they were going to get harmed seriously. They put them in this unit, in this home to protect themselves. Now, one of the things is they don't stay in there indefinitely. The plan is to rehabilitate them back into the community, just like you would an offender. And one of the things I don't like about the system when I was in it at that time was the transition plan from being in this environment to going back into the community does not set up young people or offenders effectively to be able to do this on their own. And so the same thing is when you're following a diet, diet, fad diets don't set you up effectively to transition away from being on a diet to doing it on your own. Sometimes some of you think you have to consistently and obsessively track your calories for the rest of your life. And so you become afraid of actually, can I do this? Can I learn the tools? Can I learn the skills that I need to then be empowered, equipped and edified and encouraged to go out and do it on my own? But many diet po programs don't teach you that. I'm talking about fad diet programs. They don't teach you how how to have that in a realistic situation. So you become obsessed, you become overly focused on this thinking this is the only way that I do. Now, I'm, if it's working for you and you want to continue doing that for the rest of your life, that's your personal choice. But if you're not that person who wants to do it for the rest of your life, I'm telling you, you don't have to do that 
in order for you to lose weight. You may think you do, and it may be publicized as you do because lots of people rant and rave and be like, oh my gosh, calories are amazing. Counting calories are amazing. But then when they tell you that they haven't lost weight, actually what they're focusing on is the number rather than the quality of the food that they're eating. And it's important to understand that there isn't one diet that works for everybody. It's about finding what works for you, your metabolism, your goals, what you need and your mindset. If it's causing you obsession, then it's not working for you. Now I keep repeating that because I see so many women being obsessed over calories. I'm counting my calories, 341 calories. You begin to mumble and count that out in your head. Okay, so if I'm allowed 1500 calories today, this is 250 calories for this snack. I just, maybe this chocolate bar is a little bit too much. Maybe actually, hmm, and you start talking things and it's like, were you ever like this before? And am I saying you can't lose weight by counting calories? No, you can. But when it comes to counting calories, it doesn't teach you the things that you need to do. It's a tool, but you don't need to use that tool indefinitely. I cannot imagine anything worse than carrying a calculator every day of my life and having to take it out in all areas and aspects of my life. And so working in that place when young people are ready to be transitioned back into the the community as our offenders, that's why you see so many offenders re-offend because it's a shock to the system. You've been in this institution for a number of days, built up a habit, you've built up mindsets, you've built up a comfortable familiarity with this place. Going back into the world, it's like, what am I doing here? You associate back with the same people who put you in there and then you come right back because you begin to be safe in that place. And that's what fad diets can do. Fad diets can create a full sense of safety, a full sense of hope, a full sense of this is the way to do it. This is the only way. This is the only thing that works for me. If you've counted 1200 calories, it doesn't. It's because you feel out of control to dare to step out and actually learn the things you need to learn and then put them into practice on yourself. That's the difference between accountability. That's why we need accountability. That's why you need accountability. And so I don't teach people where you're dependent on me for the rest of the six months. And so you keep coming back to me. That's not how I coach. Because if I coach you like that, you will not learn anything and I will be an ineffective coach. The way I teach you is giving you the tools, not the answers, but I give you the tools. Somebody asked me recently on TikTok, if I eat 15 to 1600 calories a day and I do weightlifting and I do weight training, will I still lose fat? I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know what your diet history is. I don't know how long you've been in the diet history for. I don't know what your metabolism is like. I don't know what your blood type is like. I don't know. I'm not a slot machine to just give you a random answer, send you on your way, and then it doesn't work for you because you're looking for quick fix answers, quick fix solutions in 60 seconds. And that's not the coach that I am. If you want to know these questions, I teach you to become the coach for yourself. After the six months, you become the person to coach you for yourself. And actually, some people then go on to actually be qualified in nutrition to help other women. That's how I became a coach. And that's how I became a mindset coach as well having my own personal experience with counselling, I said, actually, I want to teach women the real mindset issues, deal with those, and then you make the small changes when it comes to sustainability in your nutrition habits. But if we're always focused on looking at what's the answer, give me the answer, give me the answer, give me the answer, you don't learn the actual key things that are for you. So it doesn't teach you how to listen to what your body needs. It doesn't teach you to listen to how you can feel confident, you can feel full, you can feel satiated. We don't learn that from the fad diet industry at all and if you are relying on an app you're relying on punching numbers in or looking at the back of packets and saying right 341 calories I'm allowed 15 and you keep doing that murmuring mental maths what are you learning I know you're here to find out how you can lose weight without counting calories this is some of the things that you can do to lose weight when counting calories because when it comes to calories your needs Sally's needs my needs are going to be different and if you're somebody who's also doing some strength training and some working out believe me your body is going to be like feed 
me now. Your body is going to want more. The more you burn, the more your body needs. The more you weigh, the more your body needs. And so when you are in that stage, you get those hunger cues and you get those hunger feelings and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm doing something right because I'm hungry. No, your body is hungry because it wants more food or your body is responding to having that calorie deficit. So it's about balancing and having the right amount of calories that your body needs. Because if you're running, you're active, you're doing strength training, whatever it is, you're doing some form of activity, you're going to need more calories to refuel and replenish your body. Yes, you do need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Yes, we all know that. If you don't know that, you do need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. You don't need to count calories in order to lose weight. And so when it comes to that, the three tips that I'm going to give you is protein is king. That's number one. When it comes to protein, whether you are plant-based or whether you are somebody who eats lean meat, chicken, turkey, and all of those things, adding protein to your plate, it helps keep you fuller for longer. And number two, being aware of your portion sizes. Yes, when it comes to rice, we like to go for seconds. If rice is a staple part of your culture, whether you're from a Caribbean family or you just like rice in general, when it comes to white rice, you could eat a whole bowl of rice and still feel like, oh, I could do some more. And so we end up piling way more rice on our plates than our body needs because it takes a little bit longer for rice to actually register with our brain and say, actually, you're eating white rice here today. And it takes a little bit longer for us to be full. When it comes to whole grain rice, when it comes to whole grain basmati rice, which personally, if you're somebody who doesn't like oats and stuff, this will be... (laughs) not nice for you because if you're trying to make brown basmati rice taste like white rice it's not going to work i'd recommend if you like that you could have quinoa in replace of that you can have bulgur wheat you can have couscous which is whole grain couscous fiber filling foods yes they're still carbohydrates but they break down into glycogen into our bloodstream a lot slower than simple carbs meaning chocolates cakes sweets all of those things that we like and we enjoy and we go back for more now i'm not saying you can't eat white rice of course you can eat white rice you can still eat white bread and white pasta if you want to it's your personal choice and it's what you learn to put into your diet that fits into you. And when I say diet, what I'm saying is the way that you eat every single day. The other definition of diet is restricting yourself from food in order to lose weight or for medical reasons. So when you're measuring out the amount of foods that you're eating, you're becoming more aware of the portion sizes that you have. So you are then being in control of your portions. Measuring out your meals. So basically, one of the videos that I recently done on IGTV, you can see half of your plate is filled up with vegetables, a quarter of a lean protein, and a quarter of it carbohydrates. There's no calorie counting involved not a calorie count. You put all of those things on your food and every single day, adding in movement as well, you will find that this is one of the best ways that you can do if calorie counting absolutely does not work for you. Now, when it comes to that, you, tip number three is you're making your plate work for you. Now, when you're making your food work for you, you realize that actually I don't need to eat as much because if you're filling up your plate, half a plate with vegetables, a quarter plate with lean proteins, meaning proteins keep you fuller and satiated for longer, and you're filling up with carbs anyway, your body is going to be full of fiber, full of vitamins, full of minerals. You are naturally going to keep fuller for longer. So you're eating high volume foods with a low caloric value without having to count a calorie whatsoever. You're making these decisions, you're making your food work for you. If you've got fiber green, dark leafy greens, you don't have to have them dry and bland. You don't have to eat spinach from the placket. You can still make sauces, you can still make condiments that are healthy and you're making your plate work for you. And so when you're doing that now, you're in control of your nutrients, you're in control of the foods that you're making, 
food choices that you're making. And so when it comes to all of that, there are so many different things that you can do. These are some of the things you can do that don't involve counting calories. There are other things that you need to be aware of, like your Starbucks order. If you're having a Starbucks order or a Frappuccino and it's got all of the sugars and everything else in it, those are things that you need to be aware of. And also the liquid calories that you're drinking. No, you don't have to count them religiously, but you become aware of the calorie choices and the calorie options as well. So you're being aware, but you're not counting and you're not getting your maths out. You're not getting an app out and tapping in numbers. And sometimes the numbers aren't accurate anyway. And then they've changed. They've been updated in one app, but they've not been updated in another. They've got so many different errors in it. It's just a mess. So when you're doing those things, you're not counting a calorie at all. But on top of those things, you're making sure that you are staying hydrated. You're making sure that you are getting enough quality hours of sleep. You can get six hours of sleep, but still be tired the next morning because your sleep quality is affected. Likewise, you can eat 1500 calories if you're going to count calories, but you can eat 1500 calories of a day and still not lose any weight because of the quality of calories that you're choosing. And also because calories are not created equally. So when you're doing all of these things, you're putting yourself in control. You're putting yourself in the driver's seat without having to obsess over numbers whatsoever. If calorie tracking and calorie counting doesn't work for you, you are beginning to learn to listen to what your body wants. If you're not hungry, don't eat. When you're hungry, eat. If you're waiting too long between meals, then shorten the gap. You don't have to save space to go out to eat with your friends or girlfriends or a date night because that's when you restrict yourself. That's when you start to binge and you overeat. You eat way more than you planned in one short space of time. And that's when you feel incredibly uncomfortable, stuffed and overfull. And so when you're doing these things, especially not skipping meals, when you're doing these things and becoming more aware, you will realize that these are the ways that you can still lose weight without having to count a calorie, without having to plug the number obsessively in an app and the app is not 100% accurate in the first place without restricting yourself without feeling like I'm allowed to eat I have it to eat without thinking you are 1200 calories 1100 calories 800 calories please stop following this advice stop following nonsense advice like this you do not 1200 calories is not the only way for you to lose weight I am telling you unless you're morbidly obese unless you are at danger of death and a medical practitioner a medical doctor has put you on that 1200 calorie diet to preserve your life to give you bariatric surgery unless it has been medically induced or prescribed for a short period of time with a systematic plan and medical support and intervention or you're a four-year-old there's no other reason why you need to be having 1200 calories or 800 calories a day yes they are out there but this is dangerous. Not everybody needs to be following it on their own. There are so many hidden things when it comes to calories that we're not aware of. We just see things at face value and we're like, yes, I want to try that because nothing else has worked for me. If it hasn't worked for you, fix and solve the problem, not trying to jump ship to another diet. And then you're carrying your issues and you're carrying your problem and unhealthy relationship with yourself and your mindset and your body to another diet. Then what happens is when you lose five pounds, you celebrate and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited. You regain that five pounds plus two pounds then you're like this diet is rubbish it doesn't work then you go to another version of the diet and then you keep repeating the same patterns realizing it's not the fad diets it's you because you're jumping ship looking for something without looking internally and understanding why do I keep going to these diets to do something the diets are not working for you you're trying to put be a square peg in a round hole forcing the diet to work for you it's not working you don't have to count calories if you're obsessed with it If you hate maths, 
don't do it. Do these three tips. Three, what did I give you? Five tips. Do these five tips and see how you get on weight consistently. Be patient. If it's not working, reach out. If it's not, if you're done trying to do things on your own and you need accountability, somebody to walk you through it step by step, girl, I'm here. DM me at VA Nutrition Coaching. Click the link to apply for six months coaching. We're working through your mindset. We're working through nutrition. We're working on the weight loss. We're working on fat loss. But we're working on the things that are personalized to you. If you've been chronically dieting for a number of years, we're going to have to undo some of those mindset things. So you're going to have to take time to do that. Yes, we're going to get through the weight loss. We're going to get to those things. But in order for you to sustain those things, you have to have the right mindset to go through it continually after month seven after month six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve eighteen months twenty four months thirty six months you don't want to come back to a diet so the transition plan is towards the end of the six months coaching or if you're deciding to coach me for another three months and six months whatever it is but towards the end of your coaching we're transitioning from these tools to maintaining it as a lifestyle mindset nutrition maintenance those are the three key pillars that we work through through coaching and that's it friends that's what we're talking about if that's you if you realize you're somebody who needs you know what i need this accountability for the six months i need to know how not only to lose the weight but i need to know how to deal with these mindsets i need to need to know how to deal with the self-sabotage because i'm the one that keeps saying that this nothing is working for me i need to get out of my own head I need to focus on what works for me because I don't like calorie counting, but I still know I need to lose weight. Or I just want to learn how to eat healthy in general. I need to know how to cook foods and I want to still be able to eat takeaway foods. And I still want to be able to eat some sugar every now and then without feeling controlled or without feeling insecure about eating these things. And I want to know how to maintain it for Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Can't wait to catch you on the next one. But if you found some value in today's episode, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and share it with a friend that also needs to hear this message friends don't forget you can reach out to me over on the gram at va nutrition coaching which is the same on all other social media platforms if you don't have social media you can hit me up on email support at va nutrition coaching if you want to sign up to work with me either on the group coaching program or the six month coaching program all of the information is in the show notes below and how you can sign up there can't wait to catch you in the next one friends